0: You know, the other day I bought a brand-new pair of boots, something I do every 20, 25 years, whether I need them or not. And I noticed a company, it's a local company that I'd never really heard of. But it's a, it's a good-looking boot, and, and it was a good price point. So I started exploring. The name of the company is the Ruho Boot, Co- boot Company, R-U-J-O. And uh, one of the partners, general manager, is a veteran of, of this industry, Randy Lockhart, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hello, David. So, tell me about this boot company, and, and, you're, fr- and you're in the you're in the pants business. you were with Hager and Fossil Watches, and how do you wake up one day and all of a sudden you're in the boot, a brand new company that's selling boots?
1: Well, a- after we came to Dallas in 1987. Prior to that, I was in the department store business for many years, and moved over to the wholesale side with the Hager Apparel Company in 87. I was there several years, then went to Arlington uh, and ended up being president of the men's division of the Tandy Brands Accessories Company. Following that, we did go to Fossil, and from 2002 to 2009, I was senior vice president of the Fossil men's division, which was primarily accessories, leather based accessories. But then
0: you retired and they dragged you back into the boot
1: business. I, you know, I retired in 2009, did some consulting uh found out how boring retirement could be and <laughs> and decided to look around and luckily a very good personal friend and a golfing buddy uh and a couple other guys uh were sitting down are dallas based guys uh were sitting around one day and said uh you know this boot business is kind of interesting and it would appear that it's uh, exploding on the market and indeed it was so I did a little bit of research and found out that there was some white space in the market that we might take advantage of. And one thing led to another, and in uh, in partnership with three investors in the company uh, decided to go after it. And we began by, as I said, doing our research and then knew that we needed a very reliable source, which was a factory in Mexico, in Leon, Mexico, which is essentially the center of the universe for boot business and production. And after really striking out on two prior factories, not going too deep in the pipeline, we ended up with a remarkably good, high-quality uh, provider out of Leon for our boot business.
0: So, But it's such a crowded field with, you know, there's Lucchese and Nakona's just up here and Tony Lama. And then then this outfit at Austin that just started up that's actually run by a Dallas guy, Takovas, is selling online. How do you how do you make a splash of the boot business right now? You
1: know, it was actually Tacovus that led us to the category. Um, and we saw after looking at their business model that there was indeed an opportunity in a similar model in that we would go directly to the consumer uh, with our internet-based business also. But we also found out that there was uh, some room in the field by coming up with a product and a brand approach that was, uh, I, th- I think, a l- little more younger and energetic. And we joke around uh, and we say that there's an awful lot of cowboys these days that are driving electric cars. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's true. So we came up with uh, an incredible product. And we approached it with a brand presentation that was, a li- again, a little younger, a little more energetic. Uh, If you look at our website, you'll see skydiver videos and wakeboarding and uh, a bunch of things that are not necessarily as uh, based in heritage and tradition, but a little more forward thinking.
0: So it's all about marketing.
1: It's all about marketing. And we found out also, quite accidentally, but very, very happily, that we have a very strong niche as far as consumer response in exotic boots, particularly with things like uh, caiman and ostrich and lizard and so on
0: caiman is the thing that kind of looks like like alligator right
1: caiman caiman looks like a a smaller version of alligator or crocodile
0: and the price point but actually your price point is pretty good and i will confess that not only was it you know you, and it was a a pair of boots but the the price point seemed lower than others that i'd seen and i think that's that's probably what got me i'm cheap
1: uh, I, I WOULD TELL YOU IN ALL HONESTY, DAVID, THAT WAS EXACTLY THE INTENT. WE HAVE BEEN VERY PLEASED BY THE RESPONSE. WE'RE MAKING MONEY WITH OUR PRICES, AND WE ARE, WE'D LIKE TO THINK, uh, SOMEWHERE BETWEEN 20 TO $30 LESS THAN COMPARABLE PRODUCT BY COMPETITORS. AND uh, very, uh, ONCE AGAIN, VERY PLEASED WITH THE RESULTS. SO as, AS A RESULT, WE ARE EXPANDING OUR PRODUCT OFFERING IN THOSE CATEGORIES AND OTHERS. BUT THE EXOTICS IN PARTICULAR HAVE BEEN
0: FANTASTIC. So where do you, where do you market the? I guess you know you're not restricted in marketing anymore because you can do it online and, and you you can blast everybody all at once. But but so your demographics are younger, which clearly is why you got me. <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> but 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 do you have a national reach? Uh, we have
1: sold boots to every state in the union and a few international customers. But the fact of the matter is, um, we go everywhere via the internet. We have an incredible digital marketing partner uh, who has led us uh, down a very successful path. We have gleaned an immense amount of data, we've become more data scientists as much as bootmakers, and and it has been, again, very productive. We've exceeded our numbers uh, very nicely uh, in the first 12 months of the year, and we're only. Uh, just about a year and
0: a half old somebody talked you in and it may have been you talked you into going old style in in marketing and advertising and i say that because i didn't find you online i found you in a print ad in the newspaper yes i mean yes do you do much of that
1: um uh, let's see, on March the 20th, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, we'll run our second newspaper ad in the Dallas Morning News. So I saw the are...
0: first ad then, evidently.
1: Yeah, very possibly. Um, yeah, I think it was that was the first ad. The second one will be on the 20th, and we have plans to run even more. We're looking at the Houston market. Uh, much, I would say, a little over 40% of our total business comes out of Texas. So our print campaign is probably going to grow internally within the state. Uh, but we have, you know, we have plans to do more of that elsewhere, depending on what the data tells us. But obviously the Internet is is our key vehicle.
0: So where do you go with this? What's the what's the end game? I, Jacobus, I guess, started out online only, and now they have some bricks and mortar stores. And I know that I think they sell clothing and, and other uh, other they items. They do. Is they that do. where you're going? We,
1: um, no, not at the moment. We have plans to be entirely focused on the boot business. For the moment, there are other logical product extensions, be it belts or leather accessories or what have you. But we have a wide opening opportunity staying within the boot business. There are categories of the boot business itself that have, uh, uh, I would say, significant opportunity for us.
0: So what about bricks and mortar? No,
1: no, no, no. Got to stay online. uh, It's not on our horizon someday down the road who knows never say never but uh one of the reasons that we're making money is because we don't have overhead to support that way
0: all right so we talked to you so you've been in this business for a long time various aspects tandy and and hager and fossil and, and everything but did you ever run across during your startup the kind of challenges you must be having now i mean covid for one and then a supply chain that seems eternally broken right now
1: um, yeah, supply chain has been the challenge, just like everybody else. One of the one of the our positives is also a negative in that our exotic materials, much of them coming out of Mexico, require a certification called SITES uh, that the Mexican government needs to provide, and the the time lag because of that the bureaucratic type of behavior has slowed us down, but we have figured a way how to get around it. But I would tell you, as an initial startup, that was probably our largest challenge. Oddly enough, funding was not an
0: issue. So no, because the funders came to you and and recruited you in. So so your your leather goods come from Mexico and you're making these in Mexico. So at least there's that. Right.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: But then you got to get them across the border.
1: Yes, and and like I say, that's not an issue other than on the exotic items in particular. Uh, The caiman, the lizard, uh, not ostrich, however, but on the caiman and lizard, it requires Mexican approval for this thing called CITES, which is their permit.
0: Right, right. Uh,
1: uh, And then also, uh, shipping goods across the border, uh, we experienced some delays, but once again, it's been trial and error, and so far along I... Happy to say we figured it out,
0: and then you got to rely on FedEx or UPS or, or somebody to to get them to the, the the people's doors, and that seems like they've been some challenges there too. No question about it. I, I'm happy to tell you we have
1: high marks as far as customer service approval. Uh, we've we've made a lot of friends. If in fact we run into any kind of problem, we we've, we've set forth the idea that the solution to the problem would be the thing that the customer remembers, not the problem itself.
0: You know, my sense is, you know, looking at your history, you probably really don't need to do this. Is this fun for you?
1: Uh, I'm 74 years old, and I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, uh, retirement is highly overrated. I, I love what I'm doing. The guys are great. Uh, Fred Baker is our lead investor out of Dallas. He's president and owner of the uh, Parking Company of America, and he has been instrumental and very supportive in everything we want to do. So I very much feel like a kid in a candy store.
0: That's fabulous. Okay, well, it's and, and it's it's an attractive boot. I, I like it. Rujo, R-U-J-O. Where'd you get that name, by the way?
1: It's the, the Spanish translation of Rujo is to I roar like a lion roar. And if you look at our logo, it's the head of a lion within a crest. And our tagline is "Be Brave," which is why you see our videos representing things like skydiving.
0: All right. Okay. Well, we we will we will continue to watch for it. We wish you all the luck. Randy Lockhart is the uh, general manager of Ruho Boots. Appreciate you. Thank that. you, David. So, thanks a lot. Thank you for very more, much for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio Ten Eighty KRLD.